bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. Okay, the Modern Eater Show live from the iHeart Studios. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker. It's uh, kind of we. It's interesting, you know. We're used to going out on promotes, Jay, and being around town and in our community, which we love. Uh, tonight we're in the iHeart Studios. It's just you and I, and it's kind of, it's pretty intimate, my man. Well, I mean, let's not take it too far. <laughs> it's like but, a dinner uh, for two. Well, it, you know, it's one of those things to where when we are out in the community and we're doing our thing and we're going to restaurants and breweries and distilleries, it's fun and you have a good time. But there is something to be said for when you come home a little bit, settle into the, yeah. the chair. You got and the microphone that you like. Uh-huh. You don't have the cable that's kind of doing. It's a controlled doing, environment. Uh, yeah. And I love that you set the lighting, too. It's, it's uh, the mood lighting. It's wonderful. Know, I wish I could right take now. credit for that, but it, it wasn't me. This is a cool show. Uh, listen up right now. Next segment, they'll be on. Have you been watching uh, Bravo's Top Chef? It's Colorado-centric. It's it's filmed here in Colorado this past year. Uh, we're into episode three, and we've got um, two of the contestants are from Colorado, and Chef Kerry Baird. Uh, from Bardo here in Denver. And then Chef Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, four by Brother Luck is his restaurant. They're both contestants. They're both in the thick of things, and they'll be joining us in the next segment here on the Modern Eater that, Show. Uh, that's right. And I don't have cable, so I have to use Greg to see the actual show. You see a theme? Here, how much time we spend together it's by design. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I watched it, and it's fun. I mean, not only do we know them, and it's relevant, it's it's a fun show to watch. And it's good to see friends, because uh, Carrie is a friend at this point, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. It's fun to see them on TV and having fun and doing some moving and shaking, especially in our hometown. So I've been live tweeting uh, using hashtag uh, yeah. Yeah, hashtag Top yeah. Chef during the show, and I encourage you if you like Top Chef, uh, get on your uh, Twitter account and live tweet using hashtag Top Chef, and you can leave comments as the show's going along. It's kind of a cool thing, you know. It's a com- new age kind of um, you know internet talk show uh, you know to where you're communicating with mm-hmm. other people and you it's unfiltered you're hearing exactly what's on people's minds it doesn't have to uh, it, i mean it's almost like uh you're glued to your phone anyway right right so uh, this is like almost like a constructive way to take part rather than just watch other people's stuff sure yeah it's fun yeah, And it's interactive, and it's all things Colorado right now. And it's just so cool to see uh, Carrie Baird and, and Brother Luck on Top Chef Season 15. Jose Rosenberg was a uh, judge this week as well from Boulder. Um, that that was cool to see, too. So next segment, don't you miss it. Don't you miss it at all. You don't want to. every week uh, these guys will be peeking in with us. We're and gonna... I hope they go far. They won't. I haven't been able to get Carrie to, to spill the beans or trip her up or anything. like. It's like Goodfellas, you know. After they pulled off that big heist, uh, Jimmy said, don't, don't you go out buying anything extravagant right now. We don't need the heat on us, you know, mm-hmm. kind of give away that we had that heist. Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, this guy walks into the uh, restaurant with, and his wife's got a fur jacket on, mm-hmm. and they took the fur jacket. So I'm looking for fur jackets on <laughs> Carrie Baird, because there is a prize, isn't there? Uh, $100,000. hundred grand, nothing to shake a stick at. No, no, I mean, they tax it, right? That's You have to go sure. in thinking it's taxed, so you're probably cash. looking at seventy five. 
Yeah, so here's the rundown. Uh, again, next segment, don't miss it. Top Chef contestants of, of Season 15, Carrie Barrett and Brother Luck. They'll be on the show. Here's another great, great show you scheduled here, Jay Parker. In the kitchen, Elise Wiggins. Uh, get this one. Eater Denver Chef of the Year. Mm-hmm. And that just came out. And there's, uh, you know... We love women chefs, first we, of all. Yes, we do. And um, Elise Wiggins, she's top-notch, and she's at the top of the hill right now, and she deserves all the credit in and the world. she's over there Catherine. at Cathy Vela, and uh, they're busy. Why do you say things so weird? You what do you do mean? Over-enunciation. I, no, you I know, just, no, Cathy I don't think Vella. so. Cathy Vela. that's what Cathy Vela. And then say kombucha. <laughs> Come. <laughs> Kombucha. <laughs> no, man, kombucha. No. Th- th- I'm saying the same thing <laughs> no, you are. you are not. Yes, I am. It's Cattivella. Uh, they're busy. I talked to her on the phone today, I'll and I said, how are things? She said, we're busy. We love to jump people yeah. in their kitchen, and uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun to catch up with Elise Wiggins. And just say congratulations. Next hour of the Eater Show. Uh, Dustin Evans from Rocker Spirits is going to come on, and we lo- it's the reason for the season, man, and I'm down with some brown, mm-hmm. and whiskey is big right now, and just more delicious than ever, especially when you know how to, how to drink whiskey and how to appreciate uh, certain notes I- inside of whiskey, and, and if you go to the Modern Eater Facebook page, I, pu- I shared a video, which I don't do often because we make a lot of our own original content, but on the Modern Eater Facebook page this week, I shared a video of how to drink whiskey like a sir. Mm. I saw, yes. <laughs> Did I you saw. watch it? Yes, I watched it. It's great. You got to go over to the Modern great. Eater Facebook page, and uh, then we'll have uh, Booze in the News. Nick Kinney will come on in the next hour from... Um, He's the AGM of Rhino Beer Garden. And it's Rhino a new Beer, place. It's a new spot in, uh, guess where, Rhino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're trying to figure things yeah. out over there. because they, And they a beautiful restaurant. Yeah. Patio, one of the biggest patios and best patios in the world, yeah. basically. New sponsor alert. Couple of them. Woo! New sponsor alert. Yeah, but Javi Perez, Dr. Javi Perez, uh, doctor and brewer. Gumby. What a, and Gumby. Yeah. Uh, Chaluna Brewing Company. They... they Came, they're joined on with us. Uh, he'll be coming into studio. We love catching up with Javi. Uh, so Javi will be in studio. And I've got a lot of stuff to talk to him about. But being a doctor and he's trying to lose weight right now, doesn't really even need to. He's it, well, it, straight out of the shower, soaking wet. He's 150 pounds. Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah. Uh, but he's trying to get into shape and he's a doctor and he should know nutrition and how that mm-hmm. works out. And I think I'll probably peek in. He's and doing talk the, to him a uh, he's bit. doing the vegan thing right yeah. now. I, which don't get me started on that. We'll talk. Why not? Well, we will. We'll because you tried the vegan thing. I tried close to the vegan thing. Mm-hmm. Just the no dairy was tough enough for me. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll check in with Javi Perez. That's cool too. Uh, here's one thing, and I hope we get to this topic. But it's um, restaurants that are open on Christmas. Now, now, God love them. You know, businesses and and you know the world doesn't stop just because it's the holidays and just because it's Christmas. But I think that there's something called scheduling etiquette, and uh, that's what I want to. I want to thank um, TJ, our uh, board op uh, engineer extraordinaire. She's behind the glass tonight, you know. But she comes in for two hours on a Saturday, and we're right up against the holidays. And I'm sure she'd rather be snuggled up with somebody right now, or hanging out with her f- friends and family, or uh, rather than coming in here and and making a dollar or two for two hours. The yeah. drive and the whole thing. Yeah. But is there so like were, were we? 
are, are we terrible people that we didn't take and can a show? Should we not be live tonight? Should we have canned a show and, and let people take the holidays off? And, and, you know, even us, should we, should we be at home right now? But on that set, you know, restaurants, some restaurants are open for the holidays, but what is that? It's like the domino effect. So my girlfriend, she's, she's working a double today. Mm-hmm. A double tomorrow on Christmas Eve, and then she works from one to nine on Christmas at the restaurant that she works at. Mm-hmm. Now, so I'm just sitting around, uh, you know, fumble fiddling around. He's trying to. Were you doing? <laughs> were you by? You're normally fiddle by fumbling. yourself when you fumble fiddle. So yeah, okay. Fiddle fumbling around. Yeah, I was... and uh, so no, I just think that there should be something called scheduling etiquette. She asked for Christmas off. She didn't get it. Fine, but if somebody asks for Christmas off, should you be mindful of the rest of your schedule and try and get somebody off on Christmas Ooh. Eve? And we've got. So I want to have that discussion. We've and, got some restaurant people on tonight, so I think real quick, if we could give a, a ten second answer, and from maybe them. Elise Wiggins, and you and I were on opposite ends. Did of you this, figure out for the most part Cattivella is open on uh, Cattivella it's all in Italian I don't know <laughs> no I'll find out right now I uh, just want to see if they're open on Christmas if they're not moot point personally I think um, well you could still I mean hey listen just because they're not open on right. Christmas and I don't think they are because I think I hey, asked her on the phone it's 6.15 let's take a break yes, we need to yes. get right to break it, uh, break Chef it. Brother Luck and uh, Carrie Baird contestants yeah. of Top Chef they'll be coming up next on The Eater Show Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally locally Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, right back at it on the Modern Eater Show. We got to get right to work, and we're going to go to the VIP line where these folks belong, and we'll just say hello and welcome. We've got them both on. I don't know if they know they're on together, but straight from their restaurants, we've got Chef Kerry Baird from Bardot here in Denver, and down in Colorado Springs, Chef Brother Luck for Four by Brother Luck. Welcome both of you to the Modern Eater Show. Hi, everybody, and hi, brother. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the middle of the rush, so if I start screaming out orders, 
My bad. That, that's fine. Uh, it's a family show, though, brother. Uh, so keep it clean, my man. Keep it clean, my man. My best. Hey, this is no great. Promises. Yeah, we've got you guys. I'm busy. It's so cool. Saturday night, uh, uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker here with you guys. We're going to just get right to work. It's uh, season 15 of Top Chef. You guys are killing it. It's a Colorado-based uh, film show. And you two are uh, our hometown people here in Colorado. So you, you how long? Yes, Brother Luck. He won the deconstructed Denver omelet contest there, starting oh, out the show. Crazy. I know it. And so both of you guys did very well. But, uh, Brother, you won that uh, Denver omelet, and you used uh, a couple of cool ingredients, man. Talk about that, uh, that challenge. Uh, so that first challenge, I did a smoked duck egg. Um, I figured it would be quick, flavorful, uh, really cool, unique flavor profiles. Uh, I did a tempura. Obviously, working in Japan, you learn tempura really as kind of the first thing. And then uh, I did a, I did the, the ham and the cheese uh, that were crispy in there uh, with a the red pepper sauce. So my own take on a Denver omelet. Hey, man, congratulations. And, and Carrie, if you're going to kind of be uh, second up on that one, you're going to want to, brother's the one you'd want to take that one, right? Yeah, I mean, first of all, it was pretty impressive that he smoked a duck egg in 20 minutes. That is what we should be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the Denver omelet, you did your homework, Carrie. Kind of the, uh, I guess the folklore is it originated from a sandwich, and you did that variation on the Denver omelet. Yeah, exactly. I, I had heard that it was originally a sandwich, so my brain was like, you know, pay, you know, do it the way it used to be done. So it worked out well. Yeah, it did work out well for both for you guys. Uh, first of all, are you guys surprised you're doing so well on the show? No. We're no. <laughs> Representing the home team. You, you guys really are. I, you know, right to the end, you guys, right to the end. I, I'm, I just go down the finish line, Jay. Hey, br- hey, brother, let me ask you this question. What did you think about uh, Carrie's uh, uh, team name, food truck name, uh, Down the Chin? What, what did you think hey. about that? Carrie, we'll get to you. <laughs> I mean, I think that was kind of a dirty name, but ours was Foodgasm, so it's no better. <laughs> Yours is dirtier than mine. <laughs> hey, where, where are you guys going? I'm thinking just, uh, you know, food juice is running down the chin. Although I would say to you, Carrie, uh, I prefer down the hatch. Uh, so. Oh, good one. <laughs> hey, oh. Yeah, are you getting a lot of that stuff right now, you guys? People ca- crawling out of the woodwork and kind of ribbing you. I've been live tweeting um, during the <laughs> during the shows and kind of ribbing you guys a little bit. But it's all fun. It's it's good stuff. But down the chin, it's kind of like uh, Food Network, Carrie. I'm sorry, uh, Bravo, Carrie. Is uh, you're, you're kind of the vixen on the show this year. A victim, you think? Yeah. I feel like a victim. No, vixen. Hubba hubba. Oh, vixen. <laughs> um, geez, I hadn't thought of that one either, but yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, you're the food sex symbol here. <laughs> oh, man. I can, I, I can only say the only crazy... Uh, Love letters I've been getting a bit from Katsuji, so. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. <laughs> so, so, talking about the. Tell me about how much he loves me. <laughs> t- talking about the food trucks, brother. Talking about the food trucks, you feel like. Uh, well, you had like a jalopy, brother. Oh, my goodness. That was a. Uh, you know, I have nothing but the utmost respect for anybody that does a food truck, but, uh, man, you want to talk about a hard day. Nothing works. The fr- I mean,. I think I think I cooked all of that fry bread outside on a George Foreman grill. Like that was pretty much where our day was. Yeah, and and by the looks at it of it, it kind of it seemed that way. Do you think that was by design, or you guys would know? Did did they throw a monkey wrench at your food truck? 
I mean, you never know. It's a food truck. You kind of have to expect and roll with the punches. And we did the best we could. I think that was the challenge. And, you know, it just, it, it, it was one thing after the other. And, uh, you know, as a chef, we're masters of improv. So that was a, that was a great example of getting through it and serving 200 people with, uh, nothing, nothing but, a nothing but a tabletop. You know, we- and the George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Carrie, Jay Parker here. What's six times three? I know, right? My <laughs> my friend, my friend's seven year old called and was like, "Um, Carrie, he's <laughs> eighteen. Like, what are you talking about? I had no idea. I had no idea. What didn't it, didn't you come up with twenty seven? Yes, I said twenty seven, and I didn't even know that. I, did. I was trying to figure out how you even got to that. I mean, I just I was like, it's got to be good editing. Speaking of editing, editing, Jay thinks everything is rigged. That hey. they. To, go ahead. Jay. Hey, you guys. This question is for both of you, and, and, and be as honest as you can, I guess. But how how much is coached? Like Carrie, in the commercial break before the commercial break, and you you yelled out fifteen minutes to let the people know. Did did they set that up with you? No, I mean that's real. It, there really was fifteen minutes. They just say, "Hey, will you check in on time?" Yeah. So okay. You just have to look at the clock and then. Well, how much with, is coached? You know. How much do they coach you in a percentage of the show? Very little. Okay. Hey, man, Jay, it's reality I mean, I mean, TV. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the strong silent type on the show, so I don't think I get coached at all. Now, <laughs> now brother, they're kind of, so everybody, you know, the producers do a great job, and, and so does Bravo, to kind of put people into these roles or these stereotypes. Now, brother, they showed you a picture of you with cornrows, my man, back in your youth, and... Uh, you, you know, you're a handsome guy now, but boy, you must have been killing it back there and had the cornrows, hey. but you were kind of the, the kid from uh, the inner city is the way that they're portraying hey, you. Is that I'm, close? I'm from the hood. You know, I was raised in Oakland and, uh, you know, those are my bone thug days. So. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised you gave them that picture of you in the gi in Japan. That was a bold move. Hey, uh, you know, uh, it was uh, Japan was an amazing experience, and uh, I I realized that I am truly a giant, especially in Japan. <laughs> On the phone with us right now, they're both in their kitchens, which is really cool. We've got Carrie Baird, Chef Carrie Baird from Bordeaux here in Denver, and in Colorado Springs, Chef Brother Luck, Four by Brother Luck. Um, it's cool having them on the show because we're going to try and get them on every week to kind of do an update and a preview. Uh, and, and going along those same lines, uh, brother, so they've got you in, in these close quarters, right? Everybody's living together. How many cameras are just trained on you all the time, or is there a crew there with you? How does that work? I mean, you know, you, you know you're on camera, so you behave. Um, but, you know, we're, we're recorded probably 16 hours a day. Uh, you've got an audio pack on, so you got to remember to watch what you're saying. And, you know, shout out to Gary, because I think she, uh, she's the only girl that's to stay with all the boys in uh, the the big the big room. <laughs> and how cool yeah, it? I, go on. No, no, no. Uh, sorry. Go ahead, Carrie. I was just gonna say what brother was saying. I had I had five male roommates, you know, and cameras and an audio pack. <laughs> I have a feeling though that you kind of get along with the guys, though. You know. You know I do. I wasn't miserable at all. Yeah, hanging out with the guys. Now, I was I was talking to some people as we're watching the show, but for you guys to go into Whole Foods and just be able to buy whatever you want, do you have a budget or you just get whatever? I mean, you've got to be able to make delicious food if you can just go into Whole Foods and get whatever you want. Or not. Yeah, we had, yeah, a, they, we they, had a budget. Oh, you had a budget? Yeah. 
You had to. That was part of the challenge to keep it within X amount. Okay, so you couldn't just go crazy. No, you know, and that's the hard part. You uh, you got to stay within the budget because it's it's whole food. So you know that budget goes quick. I I don't think they showed it on the uh, on the second episode, but uh, our team actually blew our budget, so we had to <laughs> we had to recover. Like what's your budget? Yeah. What's your budget? I, I think for the second episode we had a budget of about six hundred dollars uh, per. Yeah, per I course. agree. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. No, total, 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 six hundred. Total for all three of us, six hundred each or all day. That must have been quite the trip to just pull up to Whole Foods and have all of you guys storm out all those vehicles and just go rushing through there. I mean, what did the what did the customers think at Whole Foods seeing you guys rush through I, there? I think, I think at one point I actually picked up a, a, an older lady that was shopping and just moved her out the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely I definitely bumped a couple people. I feel bad. Big, big apologies to the people of Cherry Creek. <laughs> yeah, no, watching that, that was so funny, seeing all those cars lined up right there. And I live, I don't know, six blocks from that Cherry Creek Whole Foods. So it was really cool to see you guys in there <laughs> doing that. This week coming up, you guys, uh, I saw you guys on the preview uh, cooking burgers, I think. What's what's coming up this week? I don't oh, remember. What is coming up? Do you remember? <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a, I believe um, it's the... Uh, Top Chef Junior stuff. Oh, that's right, the oh, kids. Right. Yeah. Oh, and you're doing, uh, you're doing. They're theming it with uh, cook food from your, uh, from where you're from, your heritage. Oh, that's right. Cook a, a your food. Episode. We do a heritage challenge, so it's going to be great to see uh, uh, the, the space we're going to venture to. Um, but uh, yeah, we also, uh, we also got to work with some of the younger chefs that are out there listening to the show right now, which was amazing. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, where do you guys watch the show on Thursday, or do you even watch it? Do you work, or do you sit home and watch it somewhere? I'm at work. I Yeah, I'm here on Thursday nights, but we have TVs, so it's on, but we're trying to pay attention. We do our best. <laughs> Has business for both of you guys picked up? Or I mean, I know it's oh, probably it's great, but is it just crazy right now? Yes. I, I saw an immediate... 40% increase on my lunch and dinner business. Um, you know, and I, I've got, I've got people that are traveling hours to get here just to, just to say hi and take a photo and be, be a part yeah. of the top chef brand. So it's amazing. Brother, brother, I had some people at my chef's counter the other night that had eaten with you the day before and then came here to eat with me and they had driven from Houston. <laughs> That's insane. That is so insane. I know. I was like, really? They're like, we're not crazy, but we just really love Top Chef. <laughs> hey, you guys, do you guys keep in touch with any of the other chefs to this point, or did you kind of just go your own separate ways? Oh, no. We, we talk, talk every day. day. Yeah. Oh, wow. All of us. We're, we've got the funniest group chat going on on WhatsApp. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'd love good. to see I'd love yeah. to see that. <laughs> So you guys, uh, every week they're kind of bringing in uh, other uh, restaurateur chefs. This week, Jose Rosenberg um, it was on the show. Now, he was a winner of a Top Chef, and he kind of looked back, and, and I think, Jay, you read somewhere that his experience wasn't all that, he wasn't fond of it. Yeah, Chef Jose kind of said he just, uh, it was not enjoyable. I mean, he said everything from it was positive, but the actual physical part of doing it really wasn't enjoyable to him. Where do you guys sit like that? So, so are we talking about the relationship he had, or are we talking about... <laughs> I think his was... Uh, what are you doing here? I, I think his interview was uh, was more of, of the being sequestered oh. and, and away from uh, home. Yeah, no, it's, it's tough. I mean, you're, you're on... It's like chef gel. <laughs> you're locked down. You have uh, no phone, no television, no radio. 
Um, no internet. Your wallet. You're, you're, you have to ask to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's it's crazy to have your freedom taken away like that. Do you get phones? Do you have phones? No, no not at all. Really? Oh, two months of that. I mean, that's that's some serious stuff. Yeah. Could you guys get boozed up? There was uh, beer and wine. <laughs> Yeah, and then there are certain days where they just take the alcohol from us because they know we got to get up early the next day. So yeah. they don't even let or you make the bad that. choice, huh? Yeah, or they feed us a lot of alcohol, so it's a fun judge's table. <laughs> yeah, d- d- does it does it turn it at, at some point? Is there going to be some real? Dra- you can just say yes or no. Some real crazy drama? Is there within kind of inner battles with other chefs? You know, I will no comment. And uh, I was thinking, I was thinking that there's probably gonna it's probably gonna get even crazier. Yeah, it's a really good season, you guys. Um, anything uh, coming up on this episode or episodes to come? Uh, brother, you're going to win another one this week, aren't you? Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying hard. I got to stay tuned and watch. But <laughs> you know, I, I, I really, this, 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 I think this, uh, this next episode, everyone's really going to enjoy. Um, it's, 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 uh, it's emotional. It's, it's, uh, it's very touching. There's some, there's some really, it goes deep this week. It goes really deep. So stay tuned. Who was that blonde dude that had the big social media? Uh, I don't know. I think it's at douchebag.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what we could. We didn't know who, and we, that's what we called him. I thought that that Nobody was so funny. But thinking, of, uh, talking about social media, uh, brother, how we, you're up on your social media game. How are we going to get Carrie to launch into this thing and take advantage of her social media? I'm trying. <laughs> Carrie. I'm aggressive with it. I'm, I love it. You're yeah, ki- yeah, brother, you're killing it, man. Carrie, we're we're gonna come into Bardo this week and make some social media for you. Okay, come on over. I need some help. I need an assistant. <laughs> yes, you you guys probably <laughs> do need it. Sound like Bruce now. <laughs> how has how how have your lives changed, you guys? We'll let you get back to dinner service, but how has your lives changed so far? Carrie. Um, Well, everything's busier. Um, I get pulled off the line to say hi and shake people's hands, which is surreal. But all for the most part, very, very positive. Very, very nice. Oh, cool. And brother, you? Um, You know, I still got to walk my dog. I still got to cut my grass and do my dishes. So uh, I'm here. I'm cooking. I'm I'm playing dishes. I'm teaching my staff. And, you know, I'm talking with customers. It's, It's, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's great to see it on TV, but I post to cook, and, and I love being in the restaurant. So, you know, we keep it simple. All right. Uh, Brother Luck, 4 by Brother Luck. Uh, give a plug. Where are you at? The address, um, reservations. How do you do it, my man? Oh, man. Go to 4 com. You can also check us out on Open Table. We are in Colorado Springs, right downtown. Uh, beautiful restaurant. We specialize in four-course tasting, uh, specializing on the four seasons. And, uh, man, it's, it's amazing. So come see me. I will come out, do some photos. We'll talk about Top Chef. And, uh, yeah, see you soon. That's very cool, man. And, Carrie, how about you? Bardo, Denver, how do you get there? What's the address? And what's going on there for you? I'm here at Bardo, Denver. We're at 227 West 32nd in the Lower Highlands of Denver. Um, we're Italian. We got wood fire oven and homemade pasta, and we're cranking. We're open for brunch, and you can find us on opentable.com. Very cool. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll check it. Yeah. Are, are you guys still serving those uh, Honduran calzones? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we, uh, we. No, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, brother. Yeah, I, you guys are much <laughs> no, more interesting than us. 
we had that after party after the premiere of the show, and uh, we all went to Bardot to have a celebration. And uh, my best friend, who's a chef as well, decided he was going to get on the pizza oven and throw down a Honduran calzone, which came out actually horrible. So <laughs> it was. It, it looked like it fell on the ground, but he ate it. <laughs> what was in it? What What did he put in it, you guys? Oh man, I don't know. I think he killed our entire line. <laughs> All right, brother. Brother, uh, Carrie needs to lend you one of her do rags for your head while you're in the kitchen. Uh, you, you, a little sweat going on there, my man. Uh, which I think everybody was. It was 95 degrees outside. There was no sun uh, shading for the sun. It was so hot. No. It was so Man, hot. Food trucking is hot. Yeah, and Carrie, you need to move your uh, your do rag down and and get all that um, uh, drippings from your uh, down the chin. <laughs> Turn it well, into I, a. I pin. think we could do a, I think we could do a good trade. I'll give her my calculator. If she gives me her do rag. <laughs> you guys are the <laughs> best. <laughs> hey, that's that's called a hey, Carrie. That's called a zing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I encourage everybody. We're going to be live tweeting every week and use hashtag Top Chef. These guys, these guys are so much fun, and they actually look back after all of those uh, uh, tweets that you put out, and even like them sometimes when they like them. You liked a couple of our <laughs> tweets, there, Carrie. There's one or two that you left out that I don't think you like too much. <laughs> I think. I, how do you say zing? <laughs> yeah. It's all fun. All right, guys. Uh, we'll check back in next week. What do you say? Yes, yeah, good. All right, guys. All right, back to work. There they are. They're great. They're our friends here on the show. And that's uh, <laughs> Chef Brother Luck and Carrie Barrett. Thank you, Carrie. Bye, guys. Bye, brother. Okay, bye-bye. There. Hey, man. Was uh, that not fun? That's, it was a lot of fun. And you can just hear it in their voices to where they can. Now yeah. they know each other. You know, yeah. now they're friends. Now, uh, so TJ, you probably haven't been TJ behind the glass. You probably haven't been watching the season at all. But when you hear that, kind of makes you want to watch it, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of makes you want to watch it. Thanks again. It's a good show. Yeah. It I is mean, all. I mean, show. aside from the fact that we know them and it's food and all, it's a good show to watch. Hey, you know what else is a good show? This one. Now we've got a good show going on <laughs> for us here today. Uh, live in the iHeart Studios, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker. Check out our Facebook and Instagram. Our, we've really elevated our, uh, our new media online game. And we're so excited after the first of the year to, to be launching a comprehensive website mm -hmm. um, that's going to have collaborative writers. It's going to house our podcast. Uh, you know, we're not going to have to tell you all the time. Go to Facebook and check out this video posted. Mm -hmm. We'll be telling you, go to themoderneater.com. That's right. And you might as well just uh, favorite that now in your bookmarks. Yeah, I mean, go to it right now and just stare at the under construction <laughs> sign and, and, and wait. That's right. Uh, next segment, John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things will be coming on. It is so hard for people with dietary restrictions to eat during the holidays and go anywhere. And John Irvin's one of those guys that's got a dedicated gluten-free vegan uh, bakery in Arvada, and we've just seen people break down into tears mm -hmm. <laughs> that can't yeah. eat gluten and get into to uh, gluten free things in Arvada, and and he's making delicious breads, hoagies, uh, pizza crusts, uh, you know, the whole night. He's cupcakes. the he's the real the real deal when it comes to the gluten free and vegan baked goods, cupcakes yeah. and bagel. I mean, this is this is the guy that you need in your life that 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 does bring you to tears because his stuff is not like the cardboard that it that it that comes in other boxes. This is the real deal, man. If you miss the Bravo um, Top Chef 
episode. Uh, I encourage you to check it out, watch it online. And then uh, if you missed any of that interview in the last segment on Monday, we'll uh, put out that podcast in the kitchen at uh, six, about 6.45, so in about 10 minutes. Um, Eater Denver, chef of the year, Elise Wiggins, is going to mm-hmm. come on from her uh, restaurant. What, Jay? It's uh, Cativella. Cativella. And it's a beautiful restaurant. It's, yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous. You went to dinner there with your lovely. About- one of the best dinners I've had in well, 2017. Oh, okay. It's the truth. Well, so one of the only dinners you've no, had. No, I went. I went out to the melting pot this week. I, uh, you know, exactly. My I, my I, point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> my point. Boiling meat, I just don't get it. I mean, it's at, not. At it wasn't bad. Pot. It wasn't bad. It was yeah. fun. It's a. Be- that's a beautiful yeah. restaurant too. But I don't. I don't know. Boiling meat. It's supposed it, to be novelty. Uh, well, it, it is yeah. that. Yeah. And for youngsters, I can see. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I just boiling meat is just weird to me. I mean, I liked it. I dipped it in fun sauce and it tasted good. It's just a little bit strange. <laughs> you dipped it in fun sauce. I dipped sauce it in fun. <laughs> and it's tasting good. Well, right. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, again, next hour, uh, just quickly, Rocker Spirits, Dustin Evans. They've got a New Year's uh, Eve party and live music going on there tonight. It's popping off over there at Rocker Spirits and Littleton. Javi Perez, he's probably driving in here right now mm-hmm. um, with his wife, Jennifer. And uh, Chaluna Brewing Company. They're Not only a brewer, but a doctor and a smart guy. Intense. All right. And then uh, Nick Kinney from uh, Rhino Beer Garden will join us in Booze in the News. But then uh, I really want to get to the topic about the service industry. Well, just working during the holidays mm-hmm. in general, specifically Christmas Eve, Christmas, yeah. I mean, New I, can, Year's, I have New all Year's the answers Eve. for you if you want uh, them. Scheduling. Is there such thing as scheduling etiquette? Or should you not care? You know, you're lucky to have a job. Is that the way it should be looked at? I say no. I say that it's, it, the service industry um, is all about people. It's just a ton of gray area, man. I'm telling you, there's yeah, a lot of gray area. I hope area. we have the, the discussion. Maybe Javi's got an opinion on that. He should. He'll be in studio here soon. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back, spend a few minutes with John Irvin, and then we'll head on to uh, In the Kitchen. Yeah, we'll jump her in her kitchen. It's uh, Eater Denver, Chef of the Year, Elise mm-hmm. Wiggin. That'll be In the Kitchen. Hi, I'm Bobby Stuckey, Master Sommelier from Frosca Food and Wine in Boulder, Colorado, and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Here's Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from the holiday hullabaloo? Well, stop into Brews Beers and kick back. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers that get rave reviews. And for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special beers, including a dark saison with plums, figs, and spices, a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, and of course our Belgian-style champagne beer. The only one in Colorado, brewed once a year, not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch beers, And for your special friends, there's the World of Belgian Beers Tasting Class, a totally unique experience. Don't forget to stock up on crawlers for your holiday parties. Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z beers.com. We're dog-friendly indoors and out, so come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at The Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at The Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, 
or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street. Just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow! How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries as a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner brunch and full bar with two daily happy hours they truly care about you the customer and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone they are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones the goods a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free vegetarian and vegan options and they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares on east colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Hosea Rosenberg, Black Belly Market, Boulder, Colorado. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, back to work live in the iHeart studios here at The Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Hosea Rosenberg right there. Uh, Jay, part of the top chef. as He was, He was a yeah. winner, I think season five. Five, five. He was yeah, winner. about ten years ago. Yeah. And then, um, you know, judge this past week. That's right. I got him on the phone, but I called him at the wrong time, so he didn't. He doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> well, nobody likes you. Yeah. All right, let's get to right here, and then again next segment in the kitchen uh, with Elise Wiggins. She's named uh, Chef of the Year by Denver Eater, and in the kitchen that we're bringing this guy on. His name's John Irvin. You hear him on the show all the time. Gluten free things in Arvada. John Irvin, you are segment sponsor of In the Kitchen now. Thank you, and congratulations, John. What's going on? Well, we're excited about it. We're excited about being a sponsor of In the Kitchen, expanding our advertising and sponsorship with The Modern Eater, and it's worked out well. So, you know, I like being in the kitchen, and so, uh, you know. (laughs) You're in the kitchen all day long, John. I am in the kitchen all day. I'll be in the kitchen all day long tomorrow. I know. And uh, everything else, but, you know, I enjoy it. Always experimenting. It's so humbling, and and along with this, it's kind of a, this is a cool thing. So going into 2018, John, y- your wife, Peg, who we just love, uh, she's probably in the car with you. You guys are probably out uh, getting the town, doing the town up. But your wife, Peg, she has a spa downtown on 16th Street, I believe, but she's going to join the show as a sponsor, and we'll be telling you about how to how to go get a, a, a nice spa day. What's the name of Peg's spa, John? Body, body Massage Wellness Spa. It's on 1616 Welton. 
right now, next to uh, just a couple doors down from the Appaloosa Grill, actually. Yeah, this is cool. Now here, here's here's what's so cool. So John and Peg, great John and Peg Urban, uh, family businesses, family owned and operated, Colorado businesses, uh, just hardworking people, and it's so humbling. You know, guys like this that support the show with their hard earned dollars and give you the programming that you're hearing right now. It's just it's amazingly humbling, and especially this time of year, we're we're so thankful. Um, but but here you guys are uh, increasing your participation participation with the show you're going to hear about peg's spa is peg ready to see jay and i down there at her spa um getting massages and facials and stuff like that is she ready for that oh yeah no i think she i think she, she i'll tell you something she is probably one of the best in town when it comes to therapeutic uh spa treatments and stuff like that she's been doing it for 30 years she's been downtown for 30 years and uh you know, got just we were in there last night. I was doing helping her with some stuff, and that place is just beautiful. I mean, it's a super nice place to walk into. But hey. yeah, you guys, you guys will be uh, doing. You take your uh, girlfriends there with you, and I guarantee you, they will be happy. So you'll end up being happy. Hey, John Jay Parker here. Does she do any waxing? Because I have a thing going on. Oh, jeez. You, you know, we can get some waxing done. Uh, Please tell me your yeah. eyebrows. Please tell me your eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, Jay Parker getting a Brazilian down there, that they would call the police, wouldn't they? <laughs> we're gonna get, no, actually what we're going to do is we're going to give you a Syrian. <laughs> that, that's like I'm, reverse, uh, isn't yeah. it? That's, hey, that's it's 2018, it. John. I'm going to live a little bit. Sounds good to me. John but is, no, John is Syrian. Great, she does a great job. You guys, we're so excited. Uh, 2018 is going to be great for all of us. Uh, in the Kitchen up next, you're going to hear uh, In the Kitchen brought to you by Gluten-Free Things. It's If you're, if you're in the business, uh, food and beverage, you better get on board with Gluten-Free because it is not going anywhere. It's where the growth is right now. And you need to use John Irvin's gluten-free, dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada. What's the address there, John? It's uh, 11651 West 64th Avenue. We're actually directly across from Arvada West in, uh, on the corner of 64th and Sims. And I'll tell you, we sold more bread than I ever have in the past three days. We were going at it. We ran out early, and uh, it was a lot of fun. These, these holidays were crazy. There, there he is, John Irvin, gluten-free things. I think we got a good one for you for your for your uh, inaugural first off uh, in the kitchen. Uh, Chef Elise Wiggins from Captivella will be on. Uh, just voted uh, Eater Denver Eater Mag or Denver Eater whatever Eater Denver Eater Denver uh, Chef of the Year. Elise Wiggins going to be up next, and John Irvin's cool. uh, in the kitchen. What do you think, John? I think that's fantastic. I hope she does a real good job i guess that she will and uh we'll have to stop in and go uh, eat at a restaurant there you go all right thank you guys we'll talk to you soon all right talk to you later there he is john irvin peg irvin mm -hmm. cool spa He's, stuff right he, cool spa all right so last time elise wiggins was scheduled on the show you went and ate there she's supposed to be on um didn't make the appearance now nah, because got, it's a restaurant she, it, it, she, right? she's busy and that's a good that's a good thing that to, to, to be as busy so where we did it again and and hopefully it works out better okay so we'll see i know we'll see if elise wiggins and I, I hope she, she's scheduled to come up next we'll take a break we'll come back within the kitchen and chef elise wiggins next on the modern eater show 
Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Ciao a tutti. It's Elise Wiggins. You want me to go ahead and do it? And Tati Bella, the chef of the year from Eater Denver. One more time, one more time. And you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? Listening to the Modern Eater Show, the ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen, brought to you by Gluten Free Things, a dedicated gluten free bakery in Arvada. All right, here we go. Back at it on the Modern Eater Show, live from the iHeart Studios this weekend. And it's our pleasure and privilege to check in her kitchen from Catavella, the naughty girl herself, Chef Elise Wiggins. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be on. Yeah, this is cool. We missed you last time. Jay, I think, Jay, Jay, you were in the restaurant a few months back, right? Uh, I was. I took my girlfriend down there. And actually, Elise still has the, uh, I know you won a thing in the Eater Denver recently, but you also are my uh, on my Facebook uh, profile. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> just so you I know you know if you had stalked me like you're supposed to you'd know that but we t- she was nice enough to take a picture with me and my girlfriend and i used that as my background no. oh nice i'm honored i yeah. uh I, I wish i had time to stalk <laughs> I, I see a cease and desist letter in your future right. <laughs> take, take that down first of all congratulations there it is uh eater denver uh, and i know you're not one to take a bow but chef of the year man uh great job pal yeah, thank you. I, I'm honored. I, I, I feel like I'm about to wake up from a dream. What a year for <laughs> I hope, you. I hope I never. Yeah, fantastic year. Fantastic year. For those, I mean, and I, so here's the time. I'm usually not jealous because I'm at, but I wasn't able to make it to that dinner, uh, Chef. And Jay was, and he came just beaming. He was like, this is the best 
dinner, a restaurant, the whole thing. I mean, he's a huge advocate of your awesome. show. Awesome, awesome. And I didn't get to, so I'm jealous, and I'm kind of speaking just through Jay vicariously. Uh, haven't been there yet, but um, Jay just says, beautiful open kitchen concept, the whole nine yards. Talk about your, your uh, restaurant there, Elise. Yeah, thanks. Um, so it is open and modern. Um, lots of glass surrounds it um, with um, kind of contemporary appointments and lighting. Um, I didn't want a, a kind of heavy Italian, you know, restaurant um, that you kind of think of and, you know, in the 50s and the 60s and stuff like that. I wanted it to be really light and open um, and uh, have like a, a little bit more of an energetic um, kind of vibe. And we definitely nailed that, you know, with the gray walls and, you know, wooden butcher block counters that wrap all the way around. You know, the kitchen is completely um, exposed. I like people to see exactly what we do. And so if you want to watch fresh pasta being made and to say like tortellinis or anything else, you can sit at the counter and literally talk to the, you know, the cook that's doing it right there. Or if you want to see a wood-fired pizza happening, you can do it. You can just see everything. So, and it's, it's a hot ticket. Once people sit there, then they request it over and over again. Well, chef and I, it's Jay here. And I was, that's what I was just going to say is you hear a lot of times because the open kitchen concept is not something that's new um, and more and more kitchens are starting to do a little bit, but yours is different just in the sense that when you say open kitchen, I mean, and that's where my gal and I sat is we were just, I mean, we were right on top of you to where yes. it's like, I mean, open kitchen, but open kitchen in the sense of uh, I, I might catch a little tomato sauce on me when that pizza goes in the oven if I'm not paying attention. I mean, you are right down on the action. So aside from yes. the food being delicious, I mean, you get a, you really do get a front row seat. For sure. And people just absolutely love it. And it's actually just a, it's a great thing where people come in and they're like, okay, it's my first time in. I don't really know what to, what to order. And they're looking at the menu and they're reading it. And then all of a sudden they see these dishes are going out. Yep. And they're like, oh, what's that? What's that? Yep. What's that? You know? And so even if they aren't able to order everything that's on the menu, it really um, kind of teases them and makes them uh, want to come back and try some other dishes. So, did, did you happen to see the video that I put out of our experience there that kind of uh, illustrates all of that? And I would uh, implore everybody to go to our uh, Instagram and Facebook and, and, and look at our videos because I put up a 60-second video that shows you really, uh, really kicking butt in there. I haven't seen it, but I was definitely living it that day. So, <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to repost it, and I'll expect you to share it. All right. Okay, what was bet. what was that dessert that was served to you? Oh, Jay? the that, one that blueberry. Yeah, what chef. Was it was that? that. It was that dessert where you cut it open and it comes out boiling yeah. onto the onto oh, the pan. Jeez. Right. That's our seasonal crostata, and and at the time that you came in, that was still summer, so it was mixed berries, so oh, blueberries man. and raspberries and blackberries and strawberries and. And it's basically like an Italian um, hot kind of tart or an apple pie. Like right now it's an apple pie. It's cinnamon apple pie because it's fall. Mm. Um, and then what we do is we put this, what the Italians call the spuma, but it's just huge scoop of mousse that's like amaretto and mascarpone and a little bit of vanilla bean um, all whipped together. This light little mousse sits on top and then it just melts down on top of the tart because the tart comes out hot and the sugars are bubbly and... I mean, people, again, when they sit down and they just sit down and they just ordered a glass of wine, if they see that coming out of the oven and then we top it and everything's just kind of 
you know, just dripping with a delicious sauce and everything on it. They're like immediately like, what, what, what is that? I, mm-hmm. I want to have that later on. Chef, you know, yeah, so I'm, I'm dying, chef. I'm starving, but Catavella, uh, it, <laughs> it's down. the end of that. Yeah, we'll check back in with you. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. There she is, Chef Elise Thank Wiggins. You, chef. Oh, next, The Eater. From our family at Denver's Talk Station to yours, have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season. This is 630 KHOW, Denver. Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, let's go. 706 in the Mile High City. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker. On a rare occasion that we're in the studio, usually we're out and about in the community having fun. But what a barn burner tonight so far, Jay. So far, so good. Chef Elise Wiggins from Catavella on, uh, in, the, in the Kitchen segment. And she's just such a nice gal. And I'll tell you what. Uh, we are so lucky here in the Denver metropolitan area, well, Denver and beyond, having so many great women chefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got over at the Bindery, Chef Linda Hampton Fox, new sponsor. Love, Linda. Love you. Um, Catavella, and you've got Elise Wiggins, Rioja, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, Jen Jasinski, uh, Emma Nemechek is in, you know. Yeah, I'm trying there. to think of, yeah, I'm thinking of the gal, and I can't, my sure names escapes me from uh Well, how about Jax, Carrie Baird? From, from Jax, well, there's Carrie Baird and then Jack's Fish House. Sheila Lucero. Sheila Lucero, so, yeah. And Carrie Baird, a contestant along with Chef Brother Luck in this uh, this season's Top Chef 15. They were on the show. If you missed that, the podcast comes out on Mondays. We share that uh, on the Modern Eater Facebook page. But you're going to want to hear, if you're a Top Chef fan, mm-hmm. uh, you, that interview with those two, uh, it's just like representing Colorado, that's who you want. That's right. That's who you want. Yeah. Chef Carrie. And they're Bear. fun. And they're fun. Absolutely they're, they're fun. fun. Uh, speaking of fun, we've got a great hour lined up for you here. And um, another new sponsor on the show. This is just great. Um, you know, it's the reason for the season. And, and uh, Dr. Uh, Brewer, mm. Javi Perez, Chaluna Brewing Company. He's going to be coming on here with us as well. And, and he's in studio right now. I put some shiny nickels in front of him. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's occupied. So <laughs> and he's occupied. What? Yeah, and uh, so the, hey, Javi, how are you? Um, distracted now. <laughs> I know. I, I haven't uh, seen one of these since like 1970. I, now I don't even know if that's legal or not. So maybe we <laughs> don't even yeah. talk about that one right there. Javi's in studio. This is cool. This could be a fun hour. And then um, another great place, and he's online right now. Dustin Evans, Rocker Spirits, owns a distillery. That's like, I mean, a brewery owner, a distillery owner. You guys have dream jobs right there. I know it's not as easy as it sounds, but Dustin's online with us, too. Dustin, hello and welcome back. Hello, gentlemen. How's the evening going? It's going great. Uh, Dustin, I know you don't like beer. And uh, Javi, so Javi Perez, Chaluna Brewing Company. Do you like whiskey? I love whiskey. Do you really? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Dustin's on from Rocker Spirits. Have you been down south to Littleton to, to Rocker Spirits? If not, we're going to take you on a field trip. I never get out. <laughs> That's your doctor. Jennifer snagged me from the brewery just now. When we finish, I have to go back and finish kegging. Really? Mm. Oh, that's a crazy schedule. Another guy that burns it at both ends. He's got a, a really 
uh, illustrious construction company as well. But Dustin um, doing it up at Rocker Spirits. How is things down there, man? You've got a uh, live band playing tonight with uh, Cody Jeffries, right? Yeah, it's a great, great duet, a husband-wife duet. Um, you know, they're they're getting ready to start here just any minute, so still time to get down here and enjoy an evening. Yeah. It's snowing. It's a Christmas snowy evening. Is it, it snowing? It's beautiful. Out? Yeah, it's beautiful yeah, it's out. Snowing. We just drove down. It took us five hours to get here. Oh, that's the Christmas miracle right Five there. hours. It didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Dustin and I kid sometimes. Not often. All right. It's all right. It's going to be a long time. night if you got to go back to work then. I'll tell you what, so Dustin, I want you to meet uh, Javi Perez. Uh, he's a doctor, uh, <laughs> which is cool, and a brewer, but wearing kind of both hats. I'm going to take those away from you, Javi. That's Please it. don't. I, I, put, I put some uh, knives that uh, Peter Boyles actually used to get, go up to Sturgis and bring me back some knives, and Peter... Um, These I, have been to Sturgis? Yeah, one of them out Do you have hand sanitizer? Sturgis on there, yeah. Probably need to do some uh, forensics on those things. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I want you to meet Javi, though. Javi and uh, Chaluna Brewing Company. Maybe we can do some kind of collaboration to get some of your whiskey barrels over to Chaluna. Yeah, we just uh, we just dumped uh, three port wine barrels that we've been uh, aging and finishing our bourbon whiskey in. So we oh, got Dude, I'll make a custom beer wine. for you. Your yeah, barrels, my so, beer. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we just talked to a couple guys, and one of them was Ryan Evans over at Bruce. About another sponsor doing of the show with with one of the barrels, or maybe all three of them. So, well, don't be yeah. greedy now. Spread it around. It's all up to it's all up to Jason. You know, he's the one that reaches out. Here's what would be cool because we have uh, three barrels there at Rocker, and we have three great brewing companies as sponsors on, on the Eater Show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project in the Santa Fe Arts yep. District. That's right. Brews Beers mm-hmm. uh, up there in Midtown. And then uh, Chaluna Brewing Company over in Stanley uh, Marketplace. That would be kind of cool, man, yeah. to, to mix it up a little bit, don't Hey, you Dustin, think? so we need those three barrels, buddy. All right, man. Um, I'll just I'll, I'll wait for you guys. Hey, well, here's what's tonight. easy. We'll load them in your car, Jay. Well, no, we're going to send a, 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 a donkey over because isn't that how you got your last barrels there, uh, Javi? Am I the donkey? No, you're, well, maybe. Uh, but you, yeah, it is. Well, from you mule them up, right? Yeah. From Oaxaca, t- we, we had some Sapotecs that they had a little trouble figuring out how to do all the export paperwork. So we hired some people with trucks to just go and pick them up and drive them as far as they could and then just pass them up the line until we finally got them into Denver. So it's a, wow. you know, Littleton's a little closer. <clears throat> I don't have to yeah. hitch up a horse and buggy, so it's super easy. <laughs> hey, hey, Dustin, before I forget this, and we're going to get to that port whiskey that you're, that you're talking about because uh-huh. I know you're going to release it. Have you heard of this uh, Squirrel Barrel company? I have heard of them, yes. Uh, uh, just a thought on that. Yeah, what's your uh, thought? First blush. You know, honestly, it's such a new thought process. I, I don't have a lot, but I have heard of them. Um, you so, know, like a lot of new things, people are skeptical of it. Can but, you describe uh, it first so people know what we're talking about? You I, can. Javi knows what it is. What's a squirrel, Javi? Wait, Dustin might. Go for it, Dustin. Yeah, yeah you go ahead, Javi. Well, they brought him into me. Cliff. Yeah, there's a, a girl that used to work for Grouse Malting Company, which is a really cool maltster here in Colorado that does millet so that you can make gluten-free products yep. with malted millet. Is that Emily? Uh, no, the girl's name is Alex, Alex. and she oh, was Alex, working yeah. there, but yeah. she left to go work for Square Barrels, 
Uh, the guy that started it is a distiller from California who did sake and whiskey. Then he Correct. sold his part of that company and opened this up. And they, they came by Chaluna and brought one as an example. So it's a stainless steel square, right? A rectangle. It's mm -hmm. a rectangle. And it's about the size, the one they brought over is about the size of a keg. Mm -hmm. So it holds about 15 gallons of beer in it or, or whiskey. And it's got uh, slots that you drop in the equivalent of wooden staves. So each side has, I think it's three slots for three slats of wood. Mm -hmm. So you've got basically 12 pieces of wood going around the, the rectangle. And you pick the kind of wood that you want to put in there. If it's new wood, charred wood, whatever you want it to be. You put those in there, fill it up. And when it's finished, when you want to decant it, you can either connect a Sankey coupler right to it if it's beer and serve right out of it as if it was a keg. Or you can uh, pretty easily decant out of it if it's uh, a whiskey product that you want to bottle. They're coming up with some bigger sizes also that'll be closer to what we use with real barrels. Um, and we, uh, we had them on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, Greg, and I just feel it's important to mention that this whole thing was birthed out of the shortage of white oak right. when it comes to aging, whatever you want to age. But do you remember how many bar or how many whiskey barrels they said out of one huge oak? Three. Three. Out of, a hunt, out of three. an 80 to 100-year-old tree. Three. They get three That's not a very barrels. good yield. And so what strikes me with, with the squirrel, and this isn't for squirrel, and we'll fit, wrap this up and get back to Dustin and Rocker, but the squirrel, I think that wouldn't you, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because there's something to be said for the old method of, um, of barreling whiskey or, or whatever you want to, but the ability, Dustin, as a distiller, to be able to take those staves and have different flavors and be able to kind of precisely figure out how you you're going to blend that whiskey and with what and with what types of woods that's kind of there's got to be a benefit to that no uh, it's an interest it's definitely an interesting conversation to have i mean cuz my guess i'm i'm guessing cuz i have not seen one or um have as much knowledge of it but it it would strike me as they're probably using wooden or or used staves is that correct no, I I think the staves, from what it's I know new. too, and we're yeah. all lunatic. Yeah, they're the new, so the wood's new. Um, mm. But again, it's just all it's all uh, you know based on the fact of the shortage of wood and and how much wood is wasted when it comes to distilling uh, anything. So I don't know. I just wanted to get your take on it. You know, Dustin, as yeah, as uh, somebody that owns a distillery, intriguing. it's an intriguing idea where you could have a blend of different types of oaks in there, and you know, again the proof is going to be in the pr pudding or the product that they do create. Mm -hmm. so if they can start to create some flavor profiles. It'll be interesting to see how that progresses. Yeah. Well, I thought uh, the interesting thing for it was that the wood I saw was all new wood. So you're putting your drink into it and they had yeah. a whole calculation for the surface area of the wood contact with the product that you get quicker turnaround of flavor from the mm -hmm. wood than in a traditional barrel. But uh, because it's all 360 around the wood, is that yeah. why? Yeah. Well, you're on you're on one side of the wood, in the mm -hmm. barrel. Yep. But somehow they figured that you've just got more contact with fresh wood, uh, and the way they treat it, the way they put it through there, I'm not sure what they use for firing it, roasting it, but uh, uh, they say that it imparts more flavor more quickly. Well, but I don't know if you can get like a port barrel, like Dustin's using a port barrel mm -hmm. and then putting his whiskey in it. Mm -hmm. I think it's new wood mm -hmm. and you put your whiskey in it, which works well yeah. if you're I like- I would think you'd be able to use those staves over again. 
Yeah, I, I would. They, I would agree with that. I would think that would be interesting because you can get uh, stave spirals and everything now that have been mm-hmm. used to try to do some accelerate or yeah. um, different flavor profiles. So I imagine Which, it's possible. Yeah, which distillery two ninety one does very well, and they use the small um, barrels and then throw those staves in there, and it really does hurry up the process. But there's so many ways. To, I, I love the way. Uh, rockers and you have you have a release coming up here uh did you get the clearance we finally did friday at uh probably what was it three o'clock we finally got our federal approval for our port finished bourbon um label approval cola approval from the finally ttb yeah it was a daunting process as always with our government yeah just yesterday huh so when can people expect to have be able to purchase bottles so with the holiday and everything, we're kind of waiting on a timeline from our printers to get our labels. But I would say within a week to 10 days, you'll be able to purchase our port finished bourbon. If you could do it on New Year's Eve, that would just... That Is that the one that you guys just pulled? Yes, sir. So we have wet barrels as of yesterday. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just... <laughs> hey, any barrel that comes to me gets free medical advice in return. Really? Oh, yeah. Free medical really? care. 24 7 uh, concierge <laughs> dr javi hey listen would you do you make house calls i do okay for my neighbors How about distillery calls actually i had to yeah i guess it's all right to say it one of the guys that was building out a restaurant at the marketplace took a uh, steel grinder tripped on a cable accidentally hit the power switch and slapped it into his opposite hand and uh, the chef came over and said, hey, can you come and help us for a second? Which usually means my toilet's plugged. Will you reach down there or something like that? <laughs> so I go running over there, figure I'm going to be ha- handing somebody a screwdriver. And they show me this kid with his hand filleted open, oh, bleeding uh, out. Geez. Is that well, too much? No, but don't you call an ambulance at that point? Don't call Javi at the No, brewery. no, I passed out. I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't stand the side of blood. Yeah. Oh, no, geez. I told him, get us, we need vodka, but it can't be flavored. It has to be plain. We need a plastic bin. We need some of the gloves Is from the true? kitchen. Yeah, true story. Some of the gloves from the kitchen. We need duct tape from the contractor's truck and, uh, and a pair of scissors. Triage. Yeah. Well, first thing I said was, you need to go to the ER. That thing needs some washing out and serious stitches. Because yeah. if you picture a, a a steel grinder, it's not like a razor blade with a very thin line that it cuts or a scalpel. It takes out maybe two millimeters, three millimeters of steel. So it took out that much skin, right? You can picture mm. it's like a gap. It's mm-hmm. not just a little slash. Mm. Anyway, I told him there was no way I would take responsibility for it. I didn't want his hand to get infected. He had mm. to go to the hospital. He had to get stitches, and he refused. He has no money, You're and he's kidding. got no medical insurance. Well, you need stitches at that point. Do you think? You Doug, do. Huh? Yeah. You do. I had my hand lacerated open a huge cut here but back when I was a teenager, and it was a, my hand went through a fish tank. And opened it up, and so it was huge. It opened up just huge, and and took so many. You know, you got to get the stitches yep. on that. But that's a what a story. Well, as long as we're sharing, I've cut my thumb before. The only time I've had stitches was on my thumb, but I healed like Wolverine, so I can't even remember which thumb it oh, was. Geez. No, that's a true story. <laughs> hey, Dustin, what do you have coming up for New Year's on. down at Rocker Spirits? Um, and so we we have a New Year's Eve celebration down here, a cocktail party that uh, our. Uh, Chef David with uh, Sprezzatore Pizza is sponsoring it, and we're supporting him in this uh, New Year's Eve party. So it's um, from 8 8 p.m. to 1 a.m., 
and uh, it's going to have cocktails, food. Let me uh, guess, pizza. Band. Um, probably a little bit more than just pizza, yeah. So it'll be a good time, you guys, if you haven't already made plans. Come down and join us on New Year's Day. That sounds like fun. I want to go tonight. <laughs> Do you want to go tonight? We're open well, for tonight. his whiskey Come that they down, just pulled. Huh? That port whiskey, go stick your nose into the, uh, the into opening the on the barrel. Oh, I didn't want to say it. It's just an opening on a barrel. <laughs> hey, that you can say. All right. I don't All use right. that kind of language. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, Hobby, it sounds like Hobby's going to take him and his wife, Jennifer, they're going to go over to Rocker tonight. I Jennifer's wish. like, well, come on. Are you? No, she's uh, dropping me back off to Keg. Is that what's happening? Yeah. And she's going <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, thank you, brother. Pleasure as always. Merry Christmas to you, my man. We'll see you soon, okay? Merry Christmas to you guys, too, man, and Happy New Year. Yeah, absolutely. There he is, Dustin. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah, Dustin Evans. He is uh, really, he's a cool, classy guy. He's a genuine. Word. Yeah, he's he just is. a genuine guy. And if you if you get the opportunity, Javi, to go into his distillery, you'll see, and, and it's just like Chaluna. You go into Chaluna, and you see your passion and your life. I mean, you and Jennifer and, and how you visioned that to be, and it's like stepping into a whole different world. You know, that's what I you want see. to see it. Seriously, it's see. A I love whiskey. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful tasting. Right? Yeah, and you'd think so. Rocker, it's not like rocker, like uh, you know, head banging. It's rocker is kind of after their bottle. Have you seen their bottle? So their bottle is modeled after uh, after an old oil can. Those types that you rock over and then it unloads it and then it'll rock back. So you can never tip this bottle over. You can spin it. You can rock it, and it always finds its way that's back. So cool, like but, a weeble. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you remember, is that the thing that you used to punch as a kid and it would pop back up? Well, that, that's your that punching thing? dummy that would look like uh, Bozo the Clown, but the Weeble was the little plastic thing with the round base that's weighted. Uh-huh. Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> Rockers wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> I like it. And they taste good. Uh, but you walk into to Rocker Spirits in Littleton, and you can just see the uh, forged with passion and it's just great industrial. He kind of has that Americana feel of back in the days to where everybody really cared about this country and wanted to build it to be as strong as it could. You know? and, and get this uh, Sprezza tour that he talked about. He has uh, basically a resident food truck that comes that's out there, but they have this pizza oven that's 1,000 degrees, and they make your pizza from start to finish in like 40 seconds. They can make a glass for you. Yeah, yeah. TJ's yelling at me behind okay. the glass. We're, take a break, take a break. 24. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. Javi's going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take away the toys from Javi so mm-hmm. we can concentrate. We're going to talk to Javi. Javi, do you have an opinion on this? Um, Javi Perez, uh, owner, brewer, Chaluna Brewing Company in the Stanley Marketplace. Also, uh, Moonlights is a doctor. I'm going the other way around, right? You're full-time brewer now. But service industry, this time of year, and and um, is this kind of your first really experience, service industry with a brewery? Did you, were you, did you ever work in a restaurant? No, I never worked in food-related service industry, but Jennifer, I do did you? think. You did? You have well, an opinion on on uh, so my girlfriend she's working a double tonight at a restaurant right she's working a double tomorrow at a rest uh, at Christmas Eve and then she works Christmas Day now she asked for Christmas off and didn't get it but I think that it, it's responsible in a business uh, that deals with people so much uh, scheduling etiquette during the holidays should there be such a thing or is it that you're lucky to have a job i want to talk about yeah. that though jennifer will you have an opinion on that scheduling etiquette i do you do 
There I, we go. Okay, let's take yeah. all right. Let's take a break. That's a good tea. So uh, that that's um, Jennifer Perez, Javi Perez's wife. You sound and, great on the radio. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Chaluna Brewing Company in house with us, and then uh, booze in the news. So we'll check in at Rhino Beer Garden and Nick Kinney. Uh, guess what? We're, we're the next beer that'll be on tap there. At Rhino. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Chaluna. Yeah, we're gonna work on it. <laughs> all right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. It is the Modern Eater Show right here, iHeartRadio. Hey, this is Dave Thibodeau from Ska Brewing down in Durango. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles my sincere hope is that intrepid sojourner beer project will inspire adventure and wanderlust come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn located at 925 west 8th avenue in the heart of the arts district on santa fe for everything intrepid look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally locally it's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the bindery eatery market and bakery hi i'm chef linda hampston fox owner of the bindery my life's journey has taken me through switzerland france italy and mexico and has allowed me to create a menu at the bindery that i think you'll find truly unique the bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof we are proud at the bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from For My Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, that was so cool. If you missed that interview with Chef Carrie Baird and uh, Chef Brother Luck, contestants on this uh, season's uh, 15, season 15 season of Top 15. Chef, uh, we'll have it out in the podcast on Monday morning on the Facebook page. In the meantime and in between time, this is cool, and we're, we're kind of behind a break, so we'll, I think we'll set this up, set the stage, mm-hmm. get everybody's initial opinion, and, mm-hmm. then, and then we'll hash it out, mm-hmm. right? Chop it up. We'll, God, we'll I'm, I'm itching on this one, too. I know, and I, I think it's a good topic, but uh, in studio with us, uh, Jennifer and Javi Perez, owners of Chaluna Brewing Company. And uh, we were just talking during the break um, to Jennifer, who makes the schedules for Chaluna, right? I do. Yeah, you do. And so you had the, I asked you, did you have the option to keep Chaluna open on Christmas? Right? We did, yes. You, you did. And you said? We're closed. We're closed. Why? Oh, we just, 
want to honor our employees and their time to celebrate the holiday. Now, tell the truth, though. Was it for the employees or you thought, we're not going to make any money on Christmas? No one's going to come in. Everybody's desperate to get out of their house when their family comes to town. They want someplace to go and get a little separation. I think think the establishment next to us will be open on Christmas Day. Mm Mm-hmm. That was my understanding. And Javi, that's a lot of it too, is a lot of places that stay open are usually, you're not going to find a whole lot of places beer that, hall. that are open. <laughs> the Stanley Beer Hall. That's right. Yeah. So there, there is a place to go to. And lots of restaurants are op- opting to be open on Christmas. And, and again, there's a niche and, and it's one of those things to where some people don't want to cook. A lot of people go some out Some people to don't celebrate Christmas. Christmas. Right. right. So, a lot, and, a lot, and a lot of people celebrate Christmas by going out to dinner because sure. it's 2018 and I don't want to cook and my grandmother passed away and and I want to go out somewhere. So here's the topic. Uh, all right. Um, scheduling in the, in the service industry or scheduling in general uh, uh, during the holidays. What? Mm. Uh, right. what? No? Uh, well, the service industry is a different animal. Okay. So we'll stick just to the so, service uh, please, industry. Yeah. So service industry and scheduling. My girlfriend, she's working a double today. Tomorrow on Christmas Eve, she's working a double. On Christmas, she works Christmas. She asked for Christmas off. Did not get Christmas off. Oh, here's the kicker. Then next week for New Year's Eve... She's on call. She has to call the restaurant at three o'clock in the afternoon. How do you make plans? I have a problem. And 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 then here's (laughs) another thing: her schedule that she got didn't come out until just this yesterday. Friday okay. for yeah, next I, week. I, I, How do you make plans well, for that? Mm, is there I'll, such thing as an scheduling etiquette? I, which I think that there is in a business of, of, with people. Yeah. So, all right, there it is. We'll set the stage. Yeah. Now we're all going to hash it out. So everybody, when we come back from break, we're all going to get one minute to speak get those knives back out. This. And so we'll come. We'll take that break. We'll come back. I want to hear what Jennifer has to say about this because she makes the schedule over there, at Chaluna. And then I want to hear her take on my girlfriend working so much this mm-hmm. weekend during mm-hmm. the holidays and it sounds like I'm the one who seems more buttered yeah. than yeah, you are. You definitely else. are. Just she was yelling way. at me. <laughs> she's probably happy. Like hey, she's a workout her. a great well, that's, See, that's what I mean. Her. You don't know what she's telling you. She might be going to work going like, oh God, thank God he has no idea. <laughs> I want to be here but I have to tell him I don't want to be here. Right, she's we'll, actually at a spa. That, yeah, that's right. We'll come back. Uh, speaking of that, we got a spa signed up sponsor on the show so you guys will be going to the spa downtown here on 16th street mall uh, anytime that you want to it's just a park being a part of the show wow. it's, it's for the real there you go it's true i'm gonna get waxed you guys can oh come. <laughs> jay's gonna get a brazilian simeon's barbershop did that to my nose Bra- brazilian i'm gonna bring javi no we're no gonna, wax we're get just wax i don't i'm telling you i don't talk about that after you turn thing. 50 you wax your nose hairs Oh, really? I'm and, just laying back in the seat the and the dude. guy says, yeah. you want me to wax your nose hairs? I'm like, wax? My, what are you talking wax about? This away. is a barbershop. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we can wax your nose hairs. I mean, you've got to be kidding. Dude, uh, I just want to see. Yeah. It's yeah, so much better. There was a little boy, like an eight-year-old sitting next to me. And when he starts, I'm like, oh my gosh, look what you have to look forward to, mijo. Little brother, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there he is in all of his glory, Dr. Javi Perez mm. and uh, Jennifer Perez. I'm a scientist, patient, not a witch doctor. His patient wife. Did you hear that? He just called me patient. <laughs> yes, She's my patient. I can no, only imagine. That's yeah. for all the times that you, you tell mean the me noun, I'm right? Yeah. You the have, noun patient. You have a child on your hands. You really do. You have a that child. was my first one, along <laughs> with the other two. Whatever. That I know I am, but what are you? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll have this discussion about uh, should there be scheduling etiquette? Should I think. Uh, businesses should just close down 
on like a Christmas. Let your employees take the day off, even if you don't celebrate the holiday. Some employees want to work, man. Off. Some of them want to do. Uh, I'm not saying it's everybody, but I was a guy for a hundred years that was that I was like, sign me up for all of that. I don't you got care. Nothing. But you right. should be getting time and a half. All right, we'll come back. We'll take a break. Come back, the Eater Show. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers in Denver. Need a break from the holiday hullabaloo? Well, stop into Brews Beers and kick back. We make lots of badass Belgian-style beers that get rave reviews. And for the holidays, we've cooked up some very special beers, including a dark saison with plums, figs, and spices, a saison fermented with beets, a gingerbread double, and of course our Belgian-style champagne beer. The only one in Colorado, brewed once a year, not to be missed. We're in the Midtown community at 67th and Pecos. And if you're looking for some great holiday gift ideas, we've got those too. Cool brewery apparel, limited bottlings of small batch beers. And for your special friends, there's the World of Belgian Beers Tasting Class, a totally unique experience. Don't forget to stock up on crawlers for your holiday parties. Brews Beers, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z beers.com. We're dog-friendly indoors and out, so come on in and experience some Belgian-style badassery. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com the most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy'sGourmetHotDogs.com the Modern Eater Show at Troy Guard Tag Restaurant Group. I'll see you guys soon. My name is Jennifer Jasinski, and I'm listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, very cool. This is fun. I, this discussion is obviously a good one because um, in studio here, everybody's got an opinion with it. What are we talking about? Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker in studio with us, uh, Jennifer and Javi Perez, Chuna, Chaluna, Chaluna, Chaluna Brewing Company Chaluna. in the uh, Stanley Marketplace. Uh, go check them out uh, first and foremost. But here's the here's the topic: service industry scheduling, uh, restaurants that are open on um, Christmas and New Year's, and just times that people want to be off with their family. So I get it. You may sh- pick the short straw, and you may have to work Christmas. But I think if you have to work Christmas, that whoever makes the schedule, your boss, should be mindful of the moving parts and say, I'm going to release the schedule for December so people can plan ahead. 
December 1st or whatever date, beginning of December. November. And, and, and November. And then a step beyond that, that um, if you're going to work Christmas, guess what? You get Christmas Eve off. If you're going to work Christmas Eve, you're going to get And everybody put in their requests and trying to accommodate it from there. But my girlfriend... She really drew the short straw. And again, Jay, you say, who knows what all the dynamics well, let's take, are. I mean, let's but here's what she has value. to do. She's doing a double today. She's doing a double tomorrow on Christmas Eve. She's working on Christmas. And then uh, she's on call for New Year's. She asked for Christmas off. Did not get it. She's working all through there. So okay. family, no family okay. this year. And then we'll go around the horn. Jay, okay. well, take 60 uh, seconds. Uh, just on that, I don't agree with the on call. Okay, Javi's doctor job, I agree 100% because you're a doctor. You're mm -hmm. making doctor wages. As a bartender server, the on call, I hate that. i against that 100%. It's But it's case by case. So wherever she's working and the manager that's doing the schedule, he might just be a jerk and it might be and that's just a bad situation there's other situations that are totally normal where it's guys like me that go schedule me every single holiday i don't care you guys want to be open i'll work it so i think it's a case by case scenario and it sounds like she's in just a, a bad case because it goes both ways i don't know what you said um, I don't know if there was a was there an opinion one way or yeah. another on there. This uh, case by case what? may have a well, bad manager. Well, no, it's like Do you believe that there should be scheduling etiquette during the holidays? Yeah, absolutely. Do you believe that? There I believe was there any, should be. Yes. Do you believe that there was any etiquette um, shown? I don't for, know. From, I don't know. What, I don't know what's on just, the inside there. The inside is that I if guess. it's at face value that she asked for this day off and didn't get it, yeah. and then they scheduled her for all these. You days. heard her schedule. Does that sound like there's any consideration to her and her family at all, Jennifer? I think what Jay is saying is that it's a gray area, so it's not quite <laughs> so cut and dry as it sounds. And perhaps you need to know more details about all of the moving parts in that. At, fa at face value, yes, it does sound inconsiderate. Then whoever that would say, it. know your employees. Know what they want. She clearly doesn't want to be working that many hours, and she'd mm -hmm. like to be at home, you know, hanging out and enjoying her friends and family mm -hmm. as well. But it sounds to me like even if that is the case, that her her boss or whomever does the schedule doesn't know her, doesn't know her, and this is a business service. Well, I mean, maybe doesn't I, care though. I well, mean, and that's and, a, just and that's a sad I, state. But yeah. I mean, that could be what it is. Does you know? she stand up for herself? Does she? She does advocate but, for what she wants. Yeah, but in in the same sense is that a lot of times, and, and again, this is where it gets into the. I'm hating that you guys are pulling me into the gray yeah. right now. Because but it, but there is gray, there Greg. Is I mean, of, there there is gray. She can look at it as an opportunity for growth in herself. If she finds the the way to advocate for herself with her manager and learns how to diplomatically approach a situation that's difficult for her, you know, she could learn how to empower herself. Way, way to turn it into a and, learning and, experience. And no, and, 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 I just think it is an opportunity. And, and, well, everything and, is hey, really. Listen, or, pretty or we esoteric. could show up Hobby. with all those knives in front of you. <laughs> Right. Along those lines of what Jennifer said, as far as like how she handles it, a lot uh -huh. of times doing it's a sad state, but it's if somebody's doing a schedule for the restaurant and bar mm -hmm. business and they know they can yes. schedule somebody like yes. that because they're not going to say anything. They'll take advantage of it. They'll her. take advantage of Every that. Every day of not the week. To, not to say that it's right. Not to say that it's right because it's not. But no, it's that wrong. happens.
sense because guess what? That manager's being lazy and knowing like, oh, right. I know that Carol's not going to say anything. I'll yeah. just schedule her. So path of right. least resistance. So Jennifer at Chaluna, you make the schedule. You also make the decisions of, of hours of operation and, and when you, if you'll be, you know, are we going to close the doors on Christmas? You said, yes, we're going to close the doors on yes. Christmas. But you look at your employees. Do you feel that you should know your employees and, and their nuances? And I their do. Ske- their families? I do. You do. I also um, have have them working regular shifts. So they each have a, a normally recurring schedule all of the time. Um, I also have certain shifts that I'll post as open. And so anybody can go onto the schedule through the software that we use and pick up shifts, mm-hmm. uh, which is very helpful. And then um, the employees can swap shifts very easily on their own through the software. And so it makes it much easier on my end. And I typically always have employees who want to pick up extra shifts because most of our employees work other jobs and they're working for us part time. And they typically like, I think, being at work. Well, you're putting a a lot of faith in in your employees, which I think is great to allow them to talk with each other. You know, come to me first. If you want your shift covered, uh, you know, you're you're allowing them to have that flexibility. Well, and and there's the expectation that they're going to keep us in the loop because there have been some times where it breaks down. They'll get rid of a shift. They won't find someone to pick it up and they won't tell us. So the shift opens and they're not there and Mm -hmm. they're... Sometimes. In another country. So that's not yeah. okay. So how they how have is to... it to schedule or, or even find people, especially now in, in Denver, uh, anywhere, I guess right now, service industry jobs are so easy to come by that you there's really no loyalty. You can jump from one job to the next and not show up. And I'm seeing um, people pitch a bitch about um, on, on a Facebook kind of chef's collaborative Facebook mm-hmm, page mm-hmm. of like, oh, once again, such and such in the kitchen didn't show up. We should start to find mm-hmm. a report or or list these people. You know, mm-hmm. they list restaurant people all the time and this is a terrible place to work or whatever that that people should be earmarked that they're irresponsible workers mm-hmm. or they don't show up for their shift or they just jump ship to the how do you how do you guys find good help? Well, um, I think number one pray. We tend to be very lucky, but we also are uh, very careful about calling references. Oh, Uh, We require three, and we do call. And um, I feel like that is a very effective way of finding out, you know. So you don't don't feel just happy to have a body in your room? No, we don't advertise either. We don't. And we have a lot of word of mouth referrals mm-hmm. so let me jump in here greg here here's something that you have to keep in mind is that javi and jennifer own the place and she cares and she's doing the schedule and she's mindful unfortunately it's rare to find somebody like jennifer that's as mindful as their employees when it comes to scheduling because when you get into other places in a big sports bar that i may or may not work at when you have somebody doing this schedule that has that has 18 bartenders and other things are but more did you important. hear the systems that jennifer puts into place those well, are pretty easy right we put it up oh, we ask you do you want to work hey, a shift do you, there's, there's certain types of uh um you absolutely know. Well, but it's, it's, it's mutual respect it, it, we were just on a show a podcast about human uh, resources mm-hmm. professionals in the hr business and they were asking us about staff retention and and what we do for camaraderie but what jennifer is describing 
the fact that we don't advertise, it's just word of mouth. Our staff, they know what the culture is. They know the expectations. They know somebody out there. They bring them in and they say, I think this person would fit in. And we give it a shot. We they're, give I mean, they're playing that. the numbers game mm-hmm. with that to yeah, where but it's we like also, their percentages of finding a, a quality employee are a lot higher than is. somebody that does Craigslist and yes. somebody yeah. shows up. I mean, I've, I've worked with people that have been caught stealing on camera. And they, still have a job. and they still have their job. Yeah. I've worked with guys to where I work with a guy one time. Uh, he left on a Friday night. It was like 11 o'clock and we were busy and he just <laughs> turns around. This guy's guy called his name was yeah. Jake yeah. and I called Jake it Jake out. and out. Yeah. yeah. Don't and believe he, your lying eyes. He just you know? he, he left on a Friday night. He came back Saturday for a shift and everybody's like, hey, what's up? how's it going and i'm going yeah. like what what planet do i live on what's really ironic about this is i kind of saw the shift and and sometimes you don't appreciate the people ar- uh, around you really the way that you were and maybe i lost sight of it a little bit but uh, case in point here's tj behind the glass tonight she came in for, she comes in for two hours on a saturday evening and um you know she's got to drive here i can't imagine she's making more than 30, 40 bucks or something like that. She comes in and so it's like with us, you know, we're trying to do business as normal, right? We're business owners. We, you know, we own the show. And, but from TJ's perspective, she's probably thinking, why didn't you guys can the show? Why didn't you pre-record this show? Why didn't you load it in? And why, why can't I be at home tonight? So here I am on the opposite spectrum of what I was just fighting for of having that etiquette. But there it is. Maybe I didn't, show TJ. Well, and, and how about this? We Does that make sense? We should have brought her a But she'll be really present. happy when you give her her gift. Did we? We did, yes. Did we? So I didn't. Stop it. No, Greg didn't. It wasn't me. <laughs> give her one of those knives. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's so, tough. Hey, Greg, and, and, and this is coming from a guy who with 25 years of working in bars and restaurants. It, it, you look every there's day just There's too. just so much gray area when it comes from place to place because you don't know who you're going to get. You know, you I mean, you'll be lucky if you get somebody like Jennifer that is mindful, but the next place or, or however it works, you, yeah. you'll get somebody that, uh, you know, Facebook's more important than the schedule. Well, that, that that is what's so, uh, Javi, I know you have a point, but that what is so great about uh, this the society that we work into is that if that rubbed you know my girlfriend the wrong way for for the holidays or whatever she has the opportunity to go look for a better situation yeah uh, which is cool Javi uh, you were asking me earlier if I was ever in the service industry I've never served food or done anything like that but being an emergency physician is a service industry we have our customers that are the patients we have our products that we deliver and we have to really worry about their experience and treating them with respect. So it's a service industry. I'm, I'm a True. public servant. Yeah, right. In our scheduling, emergency medicine, we're required to be open 24-7. We never, ever, ever, ever close. And we have to work all the holidays and cover everything. And there's nobody that wants to work all of them. Like a couple guys that uh, they're older and, and they don't really need to be home with kids or anything. So they volunteer to do it because they know younger people with kids mm-hmm. want to be off. But in general... The way we deal with it is we have block scheduling. We'll say this group of employees is block A, this group is block B. And this year, block A is doing Christmas and 4th of July, and block B is doing Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, and there are other minor holidays that are sprinkled in there. But you can say, okay, this year I'm working Christmas, that means next year I'm off for Christmas. The year after that, I'm on for Christmas, and you can march it out at infinitum. I love procedures. Yeah, and it's, it's really nice. And then if you do have... Christmas Day and you want it off, you can trade with somebody if they're willing to trade. You don't have to do it. You just, you're responsible for covering it if you're not going to be there. 
But it's the only way to decently cover holidays. Nobody you know how I did it when I ran a bar downtown and I did the schedule and all that? A, it's Threw a dart. No, first, <laughs> no, first is volunteers, yeah. right? First, it would be who, who's willing yeah. to work these holidays. Second is uh, begging. Like, hey, listen, Carl, can I please? And third was bribing with like, listen, I'll give you a bottle of this that we got for free so it's no skin off our teeth. I'll give you a bottle of whiskey if you come in and work this. And, and you know, you, you do it the best you can. But like I say, case to case, there's somebody else may just not care and they go i don't care i know i'm not working because i'm doing the schedule so your girlfriend gets to work all these hours hey is the manager working christmas that's the one that scheduled question. her that's a good question uh-huh. i always think managers you look out here into uh, like the koa newsroom right uh tonight saturday night holidays you've, you've got bosses in here working and that's i think that's kind of cool um to, to put up your hand and say, hey, listen, I'm going to, the people work so hard all year round. Hey, man, leading by example that. in any business, yeah. but especially the bar mm-hmm. business, when you see the owner or the GM or somebody that doesn't need to be washing dishes or doesn't need to be taking tables, mm-hmm. and you see them doing that, that you want to talk about yeah. uh, high tides raise all ships, that raises all your employees up to go like, I should step it up if he's okay. doing it. I would like to know if anybody has a, an official legal response to this question. Do you get time and a half in oh, the service yeah, yeah, industry? Yeah. Because in most out. other industries, not physicians, but a nurse who has to work a holiday gets time and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, we'll ask. Our three, employees do. Three Our employees get time and a half. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. If you know the answer to Javi's question, just call us up and uh, let us know. That'd be cool. Uh, so we need to make a decision right now, Jay. We're way behind. We've mm-hmm. got booze in the news coming up. Is mm-hmm. it worth, so scheduled is Nick Kinney on mm-hmm. the phone from Rhino Beer Garden. Mm-hmm. Is it worth getting him on the on the phone for, or should we push him off to another show? Or do is we, he on yet? Do we want, no, he's not on yet. Do we want um, let, uh, let's let's put pu- let's push him. Let's push him. Yeah. All right. We're gonna come back and uh, finish up with a great conversation. Uh, Jennifer Javi Perez, Chaluna Brewing Company. I think that that's a good decision. We're gonna push him off to another week, and we're gonna talk uh, Chaluna Brewing Company when we get back. Send yeah. him something nice. We will. <laughs> that's right. Booth in the news coming up next with Javi Perez right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Bobby Stuckey, Master Sommelier from Frosca Food and Wine in Boulder, Colorado, and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. 
simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. All right, back to the show momentarily, and we'll do booze in the news, all the booze news you can use, and we'll talk to Javi Perez from Chaluna Brewing Company, who's been in studio with us, but right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. First of all, Jeff Rourke, he uh, installs faucets. He makes uh, delicious beer continue to taste delicious because of his setups. And if you're pouring inefficient beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't be foolish and pour your money down the drain. You really need, if, if you know, it's been a while, you need maintenance, you're pouring foam, the temperatures aren't right. We're, we live in Colorado, have delicious Colorado craft beer, and the brewers put a lot of attention into making that beer delicious, and you need to pour it exactly the way the brewer intended it to come out. So Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, he's a family man, family-owned and operated business. This is what we like so much on the Modern Eater Show. Him and his wife, Kristen, uh, Jay, they're about that baby's was due two days ago, yeah. and it's hanging on. I think, they, I think it wants to be a New Year's baby or yeah. a Christmas baby. Hey. I don't know. But uh, I but think better the ba- off a Christmas one, I think. The baby should hang on, is, yeah. is all I'm saying. Well, just a just, day. That's what I would do. Yeah. I'm holding out. <laughs> Plus, warm and safe. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solution. None better. Uh, Tap 14, new location uh, downtown on 19th, 19th Avenue, right next to D-Bar and Keegan Gerhardt's restaurant. Put in 70 taps for them. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tap 14 is going to be opening up here shortly, so you'll be able to have delicious Colorado craft beer. Uh, hopefully Chaluna's on Tap. Hey, we're there. working on not, it. Hey, when, when a company like Punchbowl Social flies you around the country yeah. to do your tap yeah. systems, that's saying something. Most respected man in the business. 720-272-3809. 272-3809, Jeff Rourke, A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. Brought to you by the Crafty Fox Tap House and Pizzeria and Bogey's Beer and Wine. All we need is a, is a chair and a, and a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. All right, booze in the news, all the booze news you can use, and this is a cool one. Here it is. We are short on time, so we're going to just send it right over to Javi Perez. We're in love with this brewery. It's Chaluna Brewing Company in the Stanley Marketplace. Uh, Talk about Chaluna just uh, for a minute there for people that love craft beer. It's a warm, friendly place. We have a lot of different beers. We try to please as many palates as we can. So we've got one IPA, a Session Pale, an Imperial IPA. And then we try to have anywhere from 12 to 14 other beers on tap for people who aren't into the IPA. So fruited beers, salted beers, sour beers, dark beers, barrel-aged beers, nitro beers, just a little for everybody if we can. Yeah, I got to tell you, you really brew delicious beer. Where did you get your brewing experience, Javi? Were you a home brewer? I did start out with home brewing 28 years ago in Berkeley. Made a batch of beer and it tasted like uh, fermented yak vomit. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. And uh, my two roommates who made it with me at the time swore they would never waste time making bad beer again. And I did too, which they never made beer again. And I 
just really tried hard to, to improve learn how to make good beer. Yeah. No and then place. I've got friends that are pro brewers here in Colorado. Used to hang out all the time at the Glacier Brew House up in Alaska when uh-huh. we lived up there with the brewers uh, in Anchorage. But here in town, the pro brewer community is really, really cool and always available to help teach and share. And it's, it's awesome. So taking it to the next level is with the thankful help from uh, friends of mine. Yeah. And, uh, and you can't do it alone. As a, sorry, Jay. No, I was just going to throw in there that it's a beautiful tap it room is. in the Stanley Marketplace. You, you get a beer, you get a plastic cup, you walk around. That's what I wanted to do is, um, so, you know, you can't do it alone. And then here's Jennifer. She reels this all in and figures it out. But Jennifer, talk about your tap room, the business itself. It's just, it's so phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, we take pride in um, creating a very warm and welcoming environment. Um, we are a Mexican-owned and uh, themed brewery, so a lot of our inspiration comes from Mexico, and um, you'll notice that when you walk in and see the tiles from Puebla mm-hmm. behind the bar. It's gorgeous. Thank you. It's a lot of the gorgeous. colors and um, definitely the ambiance. Absolutely. Which is very, it's a place where we want people to feel comfortable hanging out. There's no rush. Yeah. We're not ever going to rush people. It's family friendly. You can bring kids. We have high chairs. Um, we have you, books for you, kids. You're going to hear a lot more of these guys on the show as we've just got just a few more uh, seconds left. Merry Christmas, you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Christmas. holidays. We'll see you next week on the evening. All right. Gracias. Thank you.